The Pinball Network is online. Launching the Aussie Pinball Podcast. Hello, and we're back with an Aussie Pinball Podcast. We're travelling way south. Can't get much further south in Australia than when we're going. We're going to find out all about Tasmania. We're going to talk about diseased monkeys. We're going to talk about how to set your pinball machine on fire. We're going to talk about another sexy backlash. But most importantly, we're here to discuss... Tazpin, the Tasmanian Pinball Festival that's coming up in the last weekend in July. If you ever need an excuse to go to Tasmania, here it is. We're going to talk to two of the organisers of Tazpin, Justin and Frank, who are notorious members of the Pinball Mafia. Let's see what's happening down south. And thanks to our good old friends, Akadaka, for leading us in at the request of Justin and Frank. So joining me today, we're travelling all the way down to the south of Australia, overseas, to a little Apple Island called Tasmania. Thank God we're not in Newcastle again. And joining me are two members, notorious members of the Tasmanian Mafia. So who have we got? We got Justin. We got Justin um, Justin Kingston from the Tassie Pinball Mafia. You got yeah. Frank Frank Holtznagel here, mate. Good mate of Justin's, known as Frank the Don. The Don, as in the Godfather. Very tropical for pinball. That's it. Got <laughs> mine on order. <laughs> oh, nice. Collector's edition or LE? Oh, mate, I tried to get the CE, but LE's locked in. And if someone pulls out, please don't pull out so I can uh, spend the extra money and get the uh, collector's edition. That would be nice. That's good. So how long have you two been into pinball? And tell us more about the uh, Tasmanian Mafia. My history in the pinball started was as a, as a child walking through the city of Hobart with my mum and we walked past an arcade and she held my hand tight and she said, don't you ever go down there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the worst thing a mother could ever say to me. <laughs> say. That's where the bad men go. <laughs> what year was that? 1984. Okay. As you do, you go down there and you get mesmerised by the lights and the sounds and the big boys and you sit back and you go, wow. I don't know what mum was on about. That's how I sort of started the love for that. And then as life goes on, you sort of uh, fade away and you can do other things and you don't sort of um, progress too far with it. And it wasn't until later in life that I found a pinball machine. So here in Tasmania, there's not a lot of options. I found a pinball machine and my wife turned around and said, why don't you buy one? I went, oh, they're expensive. 
No, hold on, hold on. We've gone completely fictitious now. I don't know any wife that has ever said, why don't you buy a pinball machine? She must be special. (laughs) We'll come back to that bit as we go. Um, So, look, I just went from one pinball machine on my own and slowly but surely you found out about a few more other people around the Tasmanian scene and it was still pretty in its infinite. Well, the major part of where we got to today happened with a chance encounter. Frank and I both met six, seven years ago at what we call the Great Auction here in Tasmania. And it was one You're of going the- on a bit, mate. It's my turn. After you. Oh, no, you first. I couldn't think of it. Don't have much time, you know. Shall we go together? And let's. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, we're talking cheese, mate. Me and him are good buddies. Yeah, Look, I'll take we- over for a bit. My background is he's, he's revved it up with his mum holding his hand and not allowed to go there. Look, mate, I just wagged school, was at time zone all the time in WA. That's my background. Bueller. 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 Um, he's sick. Kicked around in the arcades ever since... 12, 13, Dad got a pinball for me from a guy that owned money. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. It was my first EM. It was a Bally champ. Uh, that was, mate, I'm 53 okay. now. That was when I was 14, 13. Learned how to do that. Went to school, wag school, got into time zone, played arcades, pinballs, got to know the guys. Anyway, life moved on, come to Tassie did my work, go for my work to Hobart, got to know Arcade people down there, Automatic Music Company, let's give them a plug, and also the legendary auction where us two bandits met, which was the legendary auction there where uh, Andy Boot, his son, got it all organised. There was literally 35 pinball machines, jukeboxes, arcade machines. There was 300-odd items there. They came from all around Australia. Met this guy in the auction looking at me going, Sold him a dollar twenty. Wow, he's buying a lot of EMs. Yeah, we had the camera crew there. There were thousands of people there. And after that, I bought my EMs. He bought a couple of games or one game. I let him have it, to be honest. (laughs) And we met across at the pub. Oh, you live in Launceston. And here we are, what, 10 years later, doing this sort of stuff and found out we only live five minutes up the road. He introduced me to a couple of guys. We were in the back of the van one day. There's a lot of guys up here that organize little events. Justin introduced me to his guys. We went around there, we threw everyone in the back of my little van. I said, oh, mate, looks like the mafias. And it just stuck. So we got this club that we started, Justin and nice. myself. So what was that, 2013? Was that about right for the auction? 13? Well, I would have thought 2016. Well, when did we establish this? This is 16, 13, no, it's here, 15. Now try again. <laughs> One, two, three, four. So how many are there? Three. What? And that one. (laughs) Three and that one. So if I add that one to the three, what will I have? Oh, some beans. Anyway, I still got the old price list and everything. But, mate, you've never seen anything like it. So why did Andy organise that auction? Because it was just as not enough pinball in Tasmania and amusement machines? Or why did you do that? Mate... His dad is getting pretty old. The operators had warehouses. I actually knew Andy quite a bit and jumped in and out. But there's also another operator there. 
uh, coin amusements. But yeah, he had to do it. They, the warehouse that they were renting was full. So his dad's getting older, retirement age in his late 70s. Um, it was insane. I don't think there's ever going to be anything like that. We do know a couple of other places, but look, Pinball's just grown. If it wasn't for Pinball, I wouldn't have known Justin and all the other six guys that's our club, plus unreal people up in Newcastle. From my work, my boss knew a guy that's the Goat Shed. Everyone's heard of the Goat Shed, the EM specialist. Got to know them, and we said, look, let's go up to Newcastle. Justin had heard about this event, and we all go there every year now to Newcastle, nice. the Pinfest. It's fantastic, and from that... We made our own event. As you should. We totally ripped them off. That's a <laughs> <laughs> and proudly ripped them off. With no, permission. Imitation's the most sincere form of flattery, guys. So you've been flattering them for years. It is. They treat they, like family. They're amazing. So, so the, um, the geography of Tasmania, Hobart's the capital. I was down there in January and went to the Replay Cafe. Is that correct? Yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, great set up there. Uh, and then Launceston's up north. So where's the capital of pinball? Is it Launceston or Hobart? Launceston. Launceston. Tassie Pinball Mafia. There's only one other guru down there who's our southern chapter. We call him Pinball Jesus. He's got the biggest private collection you've ever seen. But, mate, Launceston's where it's at. Cool. And what's the population of Launceston? 88,000. So about one machine per 100 people. <laughs> <laughs> and are you, is anyone down there importing them or do you get them from Zach's or AMD or oh, Wayne? come on. Where Mate. do you get them from? Hey, um, old or new? New. <laughs> the suppliers, yeah. yeah. I don't have any brand new machine except for the new one coming. Talk to Justin, see in the background. Yep. AMD, um, can't say enough about those blokes. They give us amazing service. Cool. Uh, go out of their way for us, Tassie guys. As, um, we've got a nice little following down here. We get a good turnover. Put it that way. Good. And technical-wise, it's all self-taught. I know I was speaking to Justin a little earlier about his restoration skills. All self-taught, or is there someone down there who's mentored you? No. <laughs> No, no to both. <laughs> look, look, basically, the, the, necessity, was, you do what you do. There wasn't anyone down here to teach us. There wasn't any techies available. Frank comes from an electronic background, so he had boards down pat. Nice. The rest. Of well, the that's how I got to know him. And he, and he said, oh, really? And I showed him. He already knew a lot, but we all helped each other, mate, and that's what the community is about. My electronic background, he's had the machines I blew out in his cave. That's under his house. I've started with only EMs and at the auction got solid state. So my electronic background has helped him and everyone else in our little Tassie community. And then YouTube. Excellent. The Tassie yep. Pinball Mafia, we're made up of, there's, there's six main guys here in Launceston. Between the six of us, we all come from different walks and backgrounds of life. Because of our love and passion for pinball, we all came together and we bring unique skills to it. We Every yep. single person has a unique set of skills relating to pinball. Whether cool. Anything from EMs right through to the current stuff, to restoration, to fixing, to diagnosing, even down to spraying of the cabs. Yeah. Everyone brings a skill. And 
between the, the, the six of us, we all live five minutes apart. <laughs> the whole of Tassie's only about two hours apart, but go on. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, it's a 20k radius for Launceston itself, mate, but I'm five minutes down the road. There um, you go. <laughs> two <laughs> traffic lights. <laughs> That's all you need. One green, one red. Two traffic lights. <laughs> so how many games behind you there, Justin? Have you got your little um, underground thing there? A well, little cave here while you have 13. 13, nice. Frank? Yeah, and, uh, oh. I'm in the midst of renovating, so I've got this little upshed shed here. Couple back to back, there's seven up there. And my, I'm just cleaning this room up here. It was my yeah, got riverboat gambler. I'm known as the 80s collector. Right. So I've basically, my newest one there is riverboat gambler, which I did a stream. We're going to do a stream next Friday. I've finally got a rig up and running. Um, yeah, so I'm just collecting all the old classics, mate. Justin's got a beautiful setup of old, new, same thing. Really restorers. We've got some real gungers. He's got them there. I mean, that no fear was a bad one in a solid state, but that one there, solar fire, I'm lucky to have one as well. Tell him the story about that, mate. That's a perler. Um, yeah, I'll jump right back onto that in a minute. The, 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 the six of us, I'll tell you, the six football mafia guys, <laughs> Frank, Justin, Simon, Stephen, Ben, and Al. Big shout out. Stephanie, Heather, Cody, Dylan, Dermot, Jordan, Taylor, Brittany, Wesley, Rumor, Scout, Cassidy, Zoe. Yeah, good day, brothers. Max, Between the six of us, all five Kendall, minutes apart. Caitlin, 120 Roma, pinball machine. 120? Yeah. Well done. Well done. So give us a so give us a solar fire story. The solar fire came out of out of a out of a warehouse, and when I when I went to when I went to purchase it and look at it, there was actually two machines. One of the guys who had it said to me, "Can you come around and have a look at these two machines for me?" So I went around and had a look, and I said, "All right." He said, "I don't need two. I'll just have one." I picked the best playfield, the best glass, the best cabinet, and we swapped them all over. And then there was. The one that we ha that I have, and I looked at the playfield, and there was a dead possum in it <laughs> at the back on the bottom. It nice, dry and crusty. There was over two inches of maggots through the whole bottom of the case. Mm -mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And now I've got the best one, and he's still got the maggoted one, which has all been cleaned out. Oh no! You took all this character away. We yeah. Ridiculous. You're not quite as lucky. I don't know if I've told the story on here. We had a couple that bought an old game off a lady whose husband had died and they got it home and opened it up for the first time and it was chock-a-block full of old Playboy magazines. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Vintage and a couple of videos which they never played. So we're quite sure what was on them. <laughs> now, let's get on to Tazpin. Tell me yeah. all about Tazpin. So it's been going for two years? No, one year, second year this year. Oh, nice. Oh, the sophomore year. Excellent. We got over the first hurdle, and this year we're absolutely killing it, and we've got amazing web page thanks to Josh. And I'll tell you now, mate, we've done all the hard yards. This man here, best mate Justin Kingston, has just last year just caned it, and we're just so much more relaxed. We've got new contributors. It is in the last weekend of um, July, and we've got online ticket sales. They're limited at the door, 
but we've already got 50 plus sold, I believe, Justin. Mm. Say 50 or so. Yeah, we're doing well. Uh, yep. What's your website? Give the website a plug while people are listening. Tasbin.org. Grab your tickets. Very, um, very nice. And it's session-based, the same as Newcastle? Yeah, exactly, exactly the same format, mate. What happened was we went to Pinfest, we got invited, we went over there and we're absolutely blown away. Tasmania, we'd never been coming from a little island like that or an event. We were mesmerised. So the first thing was really, really a bloke's weekender and we went over there and I remember turning up there and, and we got introduced to Marco Rossellini and he just looked at me and he's like, what have we got here? The next year we went back, we're back. <laughs> What I did was I stood back and I, and I watched. And I looked at it and I watched how they did it. And I watched their formula. And I, we, we came back and we got over our hangovers. And a week or two later, we're talking around a group. And I said, boys, we can do this. If you build it, he will come. We've been talking and about it for a while. We'd had such a great time. We all went, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Mostly um, the people in Newcastle, Justin, said the same thing. When's something going to happen down there so we can go for a holiday and ride it off and tell the missus, guess what, we're going to Tassie. But really for pinball. Yeah. We said, well, look, we're going to have a crack at it. We really didn't know what we were getting ourselves in for, into. There was a, a lot, lot more organising than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of nervous so, sights where you go, is oh. anybody going to turn up? Are we going to oh. blow all our dough? Yeah. <laughs> we knew, we knew, we yeah. knew. We knew 40 people would turn up. <laughs> <laughs> the people that come to your house every weekend, yes. <laughs> That's good. And, of course, this year we've, uh, we've managed uh, a couple of special guests to pop along. That, uh, oh, yeah. so, how amazing is that? Yeah, so for those who don't know, Esha Lefkoff, the world number one competitive player, is popping down because that's his mother's hometown. So he's going to go down and meet the in-laws, so to speak, and... He loves the fact that there is no competition because he oh, actually gets to, he gets to talk to people, he gets to play with people, and he's not got the gunslinger mentality where people go, oh, you know, I just want to beat you. It's no, yeah. let's play, let's have fun, let's talk. We'll talk about competitive, we'll talk about the, um, the games we like, the games we hate, and we, we don't have that pressure situation, which is ideal. And, of course, my daughter will be uh, hanging around. She's the number one Australian competitive player in Australia. She's looking forward to coming down. Hasn't been to Tasmania before. She missed out on our holiday in January because she was over in Colorado with Esha. Uh, So they're going to spend about six days having a look around the area and uh, three of those days will be hanging around Taspin. So we are looking forward to it greatly. And, of course, it's the weekend directly after the Brisbane Masters. So for those who are making an extended holiday plan, come to Brisbane Masters for the week. And then the very next weekend is Taspin. And oh, uh, fantastic. Direct flights from Brisbane to Launceston for us. So, yeah, we're all looking forward to it. We can't, we can't wait for years to come. Yeah. And how many machines are going to be there? Um, 50 plus. And the amount of power that we've got, we're limited to 56. But when we started, we set out, we had four main aims with Taspin, and that was to bring the Tasmanian pinball community together. I rang every person in Tasmania I knew with a pinball, and we got we got 26 contributors last year. They brought their prods and joy. Our other goal was to provide an experience to families that they would not normally get or see. 
you got to remember there's no big arcades in Tassie or anything. Replay bar, that was about it, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and the other thing was to, to, to give back to the community, and we managed to do that by donating all our profits to 4K Children's Auxiliary Ward here at the local Launceston General Hospital. We ticked a lot of goals with it, a very lot nice. of goals. Um, nice. This year we sort of said, okay, well, precedent's been set. We're going to have to keep on running uh, annually. This year oh, we've without got a 36, doubt. 36, so we've actually got an extra 10 people who came out of the woodwork because of what we did last year. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Sorry, we lost a couple, but we gained brand new ones because of that first year and a bit more networking and the response from the community that loved it. I mean, everyone knows us now. And, you know, like I, I deal with the banking sector for my work and there were people there that have never seen a pinball machine or played one. I mean, they've seen one, obviously, sorry, but they've come and played and they told 10 friends and that's what's helped us with this second year. But yeah, we are unfortunately limited to the venue, but we're loyal to them and 55 is where it's at, mate. That's, that is plenty, 55 is a great number to have. Um, nighttime entertainment, what, what can people expect when they come down? Just pinball? Are there other things going on? But the Saturday night, our contributors, yeah. our contributors, VIPs and sponsors have the whole, whole event to themselves. That's our little give back so we can enjoy our time with no public. The Saturday night... Mm, VIPs run muck. Depends how many beers you have. Play pinny until your fingers drop off and... Can you know talk mingle? The bar's always open, mate. Yeah, yeah. play Escher at ten dollars a game because he thinks it's play money, but you won't beat him. <laughs> but anyway, have a go. <laughs> oh, we'll use him to the maximum, mate. Yes, we'll get yes. him on a few machines to put up a GC score, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Roll those buggers. That's cool. That's cool. And travel log. What is there around Launceston? If you come a day early and stay a day late. What else can you see? Oh, mate. Like you said, it's a small island. Launceston itself's got the nice gorge, but we're talking winter time. That's the other reason. You know, there's a lot going on in Launceston, and it's a small little place, and there's not many big, large venues. We couldn't, obviously, for our first time get that. But up at the Italian Club, it's right around the corner from, the, from our casino there, the country club. There's nice eateries around there, but otherwise... Ten minutes down the road is the city of Lonnie, and you've got the Great Gorge. You can do a nice trip then an hour down to Devonport. If you're coming across with the ferry, there's a few people that might come that way. Most people come in the airport. Like I said, the airport's a 20-minute drive to Launceston, 10 minutes up to where the Prospect Italian Club is, where we have the venue. But arounding, mate, if you stay for two days, you can go east coast, see our Queensland equivalent, but it is winter, mate. It's not the best sort of time to hit the island. Or I swim. Think... Don't swim in the ocean. Definitely don't swim, no. Where's the sea... Where's the seahorse farm? I went to the seahorse farm. That's near your end, isn't it? Yeah, it is too. That's just down the road at Beauty Point. That's probably yeah. far away. Um, it is worth a trip. If, if I was to recommend... 50Ks. I'd say the Cataract Gorge would be a winner. Oh, it's beautiful. That. It's a great Beautiful. Walk. The Bugs Brewery tour. You know, that'll probably appeal to a few people. Um, and the city park. I think cool. you know, you can see, sort of take up half a day. Everyone's going to see the monkeys. Oh, the monkeys. 
can't, I can't believe you've got monkeys in the middle of your city park. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. They've got a bit of a disease as well, but they're still entertaining, I'll tell you. What have they got? (laughs) They look like chlamydia or something. (laughs) Well, Kalisibar, I don't know, something. Oh, Oh, they actually do. The monkeys actually have herpes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got they got syphilis, uh, syphilis or something like that. So you, so you, Tasmanian. Tasmanian devils have some sort of sexually transmitted facial disease as well. There's something going on in Tasmania, I tell you. It must be in yeah, the it's, a, it's, a, it's a tight community, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is shared. Bring your hand wipes to Tasbin, people. <laughs> oh, we've got ample supplies. Everything is COVID safe there, mate. Nice, nice. All right, now give us a bit of a background. I warned you. I want to know Tasmania locals' favourite Aussie band and song. Has there been anything out of Tasmania that you're very proud of as far as Aussie music? Apart I've only you. been here 22 years, so straight to Justin. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, busy to write songs. All right, what's, what's your favourite song, Justin? Favourite song? Um, I'm definitely a Metallica man, matey, but Aussie band, you'd have to go ACD. The social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all. I've got big balls. Of course. Okay, Ducker. Yep. Same with Frank. Daka Daka, mate. All the way dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Favourite uh, Aussie film? Oh, Muriel's well at wedding for a bit of fun with the missus. All she ever dreamed about was getting married. No one's ever going to marry you. You've never even had a boyfriend. Muriel's on the doll. You never wear the right clothes. You mental case! You are wicked. You're terrible, Muriel. Oh, you know? Come on. So good. Because that was filmed here, just down the road, where I work. spit, are we? (laughs) Corpus spit is actually tweed heads. Yeah, that's it. So I can drive around. When you watch the movie, you can see where they live. I'm saying that. I think everyone's watched it and it's dearly. But look, the castle. Love the castle. Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him he's dreaming. Straight to the pool room. You got it. (laughs) And the favourite holiday spot apart from Tasmania? Newcastle. (laughs) Okay. Newcastle. Queensland, Newcastle. The mainland. Probably Newcastle. <laughs> the no, I love the Barrier Reef, mate. <laughs> love, love, love it there. Airlie Beach. Airlie Beach, mate. Absolutely sick. Got, got it. Got it. Oh, that Barrier Reef, Yeah. everyone yeah. should go there, mate. And I love that you got a fathom there from Haggis. What a, what a perler. It's beautiful, isn't it? You got one down on the island yet? Haggis, they supported us last year. They came down with both their machines for our first ever event. Damien, Marty, Georgie, big shout yeah. out. Georgie and Damien went absolutely insane helping us there. All the nice. merch and stuff, so nice of them. Can't do it this year. They'll be there, you know, in our hearts. But without them last cool. year, that was a big draw card. The guys loved it. It was cold, it was cool. rainy. We just put it on. <laughs> Quick shout out to all our sponsors out there um, who have helped put Tazpin together. Uh, major sponsors, AMD. Wow. Amazing job there, guys. They're sending down a machine and making a financial contribution as well. Brand new Sturm Tasmania in its only second year going, all right, I'll send it down to you, boys. Look after it and send it back. It was like, oh, because... Yep. 
because they're just top blokes. Look at Bruce and yeah. you know Michael. Like Michael. we talked to them, and they just loved what we organised. And Justin just said, "Mate, we'd love you to come down," and he just said, "Done." Didn't he, Justin? Yeah, nice. Shout out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, they just came. They, they were so impressed with what we did last year in the format. Yep. You, you touched on it earlier, John, about no competition, and we were actually pretty adamant about that. We yeah. actually wanted people to have an experience with pinball without that competitive edge. Just a fun event. You have to get locked away for, for a big comp, and you can't socialise. You can't chat while you play. It actually takes away from a show Correct. a fair bit. So I think it's I think it's good. Newcastle and Tasbin. Uh, competitions are great. Brisbane Masters. I love Brisbane Masters. You go there and you compete. Yeah, we'd like to go to one of those events. I'd love to see something like that. It's good. It's huge. We need, <laughs> we need to give a shout out and a thank you to Seven Tasmania as well. They've come. Yeah. On, right. They've come on board, matey, and are doing a produced a television advertisement running for six weeks. Nice. On all three channels here in Tasmania. Yep. Um, wow. So they're coming yep. on board and they're doing that for us for, as a donation. So amazing. Yeah. AMD that we touched on about. We've got a couple of local businesses, Walker Design are doing our posters for us. Yeah. Budget have provided a truck. to Tamer Hire. Josh S. Kurth um, for doing our website. Tamer Hire for providing a generator and cables and, and bits and pieces, um, towels to run the machines. The Australian Italian Club, they're giving us the venue up there. That was a little bit tricky. So here's the Tassie Pinball Mafia rocking up to a committee meeting at the Australian <laughs> oh, With Mafia shirts yeah, on. All six of us. And we, have to, and we have to do a business presentation. A small room <laughs> here up folks. With all these blokes. Poster. <laughs> With violin cases. Are you going to need security? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's not that type of venue, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these nerds, these nerds can go wild. <laughs> so you get well, being the Italian Australian club, you've got to take Farfella, of course. Is that making an it appearance? Must, uh, yeah, it first is. First time, this matey, it's um, first time coming. Um, due to like I told you earlier, you know, it's the exact game that got me into pinball as a twelve-year-old kid. I hunted it down here in Tasmania. I found it. I spent six years, six years beating on the guy's door to get it. Nice. And we ended up swapping that, machines. So he was. That's just because of the sexy back glass. Mate, he used to be my work it. colleague, and he just had it sitting there, and all he did is look at the back glass. It was the first <laughs> thing he did when you walked in, and Justin did all his work on it, and finally got it, and we got the baby going. Nice, nice. Well, so what's the? What do you reckon the uh, the draw card as far as older games will be for Taspin? What are people going to play the most? Ooh, well, older games, last, not new games. Last year, ones. last year, most popular one was, I believe, my Stern upgraded Meteor. But we okay, had so nice. many games there, so I do a bit of modding. I put the new code in with the new sound files with the wave trigger. Great looking game. It's a fun game. Made pop makes it makes it a bit different. But mate, there were all sorts of games. You know, we got a we got a bigger line of EMs this year. We're going to have the Zacharias. We've got a lovely couple that are new to pinball only a few years ago. They've got like mate, they've got like thirty pinball machines. Most of them are Zacharias. 
Nice. That's what you don't see them out and about that much. That's great. We've got a mix of old and new there, which is really good. And with Haggis being there last year, but AMD, mate, we don't know what the titles could could be a Foo Fighters. You know, what else is it? James we Bond. don't know yet. You know? I'd say that there's probably a Foo going to come on We're down. We're hoping. We're hoping. Any, anything else you want to cover? Yeah, another two shout outs. Um, sure. To uh, Drew from Pin2DMD. He's come on board and sponsored us this year. Yeah. He's going to send down a couple of little special prizes. Plus, um, Nino from Ride the Bony Beast is on board again. Yep. Yep. Cool. Nino's come back on board. And he's. Um, these guys have a lot of customers here in Tasmania. And oh, we gave it to them. <laughs> they're grateful for what for what we've done for them, and they're happy. Yeah. To, uh, that's amazing for Australian pinball. Lastly, hey, uh, pinball. Uh, d- uh, you do the electronic repairs. What's the uh, the biggest horror story you've had to repair? I go to Hobart for my work every fortnight, so I've had a couple of em jobs which have i've seen all sorts of breakdowns but in solid state just and me have seen quite a few just bad wiring connectors burnt sticky tape blue tack i've had chewing gum holding things together i think a star picket for the inside of a leg was quite interesting i had that <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was good, that one. nails nails as fuses michael michael bauer used to like the uh, the foil from inside the cigarette packet Made into a cylinder and popped in the fuse holder. Would always be. Bauer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love his form. <laughs> but not too many not too many home fires from uh, pinball repairs down there. It's funny you should say that. Oh, yours? Oh, I would be the only person in Tasmania who could pull on fire and it would be owned. <laughs> in your own shed. What? Right there. Yes. What happened? I have caught a pinball machine on fire. I had to rewire the thing. It took me like a week. (laughs) I did have to get the extinguisher out. (laughs) Transformer wires or what was it? it? It's embarrassing, actually. Yeah, go on, go on. It's an EM back box. We all make amateur mistakes. and EM back box? There's no high voltages in there. How can you set that alone? Listen to this. Listen to this. Go on. Contact cleaner is flammable. I worked it out. And... Ah, with the old wiring on the EMs being the <laughs> cotton soaked, it soaked in the contact cleaner, and I was a little, little bit of a rush, and I turned it on, and <laughs> the next thing was to get the marshmallows out. <laughs> On the phone, Frank, you wouldn't believe what I've done. The whole wiring harness has melted up to all the Decadon units and the connectors. Oh, Oh, no. No. Oh, no. But they're always easy to trace because you can tell what colour the wires are. Oh, no, you can't. (laughs) Out come the schematic, looked at all the chart stuff, cut it out, put new wires in, and I think it still works today, doesn't it, Justin? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Don't clean it again. Never clean Don't it again. Don't put any lube aerosol cans on pinball. That's no. it. Silicon spray <laughs> is its best friend on minor yeah. things. There you go. That's the tip of the day. Lithium grease. <laughs> lithium grease on your on your yeah. mechs. Love it. Yeah. And your spinners. Make oh, them spin. That, get that meteor spinner. Sing it. Juice that spinner. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
All right, now, I know, Frank, you've got to cook dinner. Mate, my wife's already been in here twice wondering, <laughs> are, we, are you cooking dinner or what? <laughs> All right, well, thanks for your time. Good luck with dinner. No, thank you, mate. I've surpassed the bait, so mate. it's going to take me a while. Cheers. Woo! All right. Love your ya. work. Thank see you. See you, Justin. Hey, so there we have it, all about Tasbin with the wonderful Justin and Frank. I hope you enjoyed it. They're a great couple of guys. We had a lot of fun doing it. So remember, if you're down in Tassie, if you're in Hobart, down to the replay bar in the mall with a good selection of new games to play. And if you're up around the Launceston area, try to track down the Tasmanian Mafia. And there's over 150 games in the town to play. And remember... Has been last weekend in July. All proceeds going to the Launceston General Hospital. 50 games in the Italian Australian Club. Get your tickets online. Go to their website, taspin.org. And I will catch you again another time. Don't forget all feedback. Welcome. Aussie Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. And just to annoy the heck out of everybody in Australia, and especially in Tasmania, the only song about Tasmania I could find on YouTube. Just to leave you with this, feel free to sing along. I love Tasmania, you love Tasmania, we love Tasmania, many, many, ah, ah, many, many, ah, ah, many, many, ah, ah, many, many, ah, ah, Tasmania. I love Tasmania, you love Tasmania, we love Tasmania, many, many, ah, ah, many, many, ah, ah, many, many, ah, ah, many, many, ah, ah, Tasmania.